Hi guys, it's JT from Texas. Last time I called in, I went on a bit of a rant about the players that were opting out and things like that. Dominic Smith was the one I aimed it at. I don't know if the players listen to the show. I hope they do. I want to tell them all thank you for playing. We really appreciate ha- having a season this year. I'm ready for the season. Can't wait. Go Bucks. You are locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is that running back and former Jacksonville Jaguar Leonard Fournette has officially signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as of Sunday. Leonard Fournette had to go through the new NFL COVID-19 testing protocols, which is essentially an expanded version of the physicals that free agents would take, requiring a string of consecutive negative tests before he could officially come in the building and sign his contract. The Buccaneers released a statement for the media saying, quote, in 2019, Fournette racked up 1,674 all-purpose yards, which ranked sixth in the NFL among all players and fifth among running backs. He also ranked sixth in rushing with a career-best 1,152 yards, marking the second time he surpassed the 1,000-yard mark in the past three seasons. Fournette's 76 receptions and 522 receiving yards a year ago, each rank fifth among running backs. The press release continued, During his rookie year in 2017, Fournette led all first-year players with nine rushing touchdowns, which tied for third most in the NFL among all players that season. He also rushed for 1,040 rushing yards during his rookie campaign, the second most yards by a rookie in 2017 and eighth most in the league. Fournette is one of just 10 players with multiple 1,000-yard rushing seasons since 2017. He will wear number 28 for Tampa Bay. So the arrival of Leonard Fournette officially to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, first reported uh, last week as he was waived, released by the Jacksonville Jaguars, passed through the claims process. Nobody wanted to take on his remaining salary uh, and contract, and then subsequently being attached to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, of course, it was Leonard Fournette himself that kind of first helped break the news, uh, tweeting out a picture, uh, an edit of himself in a Buccaneers uniform. And then, of course, the excitement and the hype has just, has just grown from there. Scott Smith of Buccaneers.com, uh, grace, gracious enough to talk to us on the show about it last week. Really excited about the dynamic that Leonard Fournette is going to bring, especially in the backfield with Ronald Jones, who is expected to still be the main guy, the primary running back, that according to head coach Bruce Arians. And, of course, everybody's looking to how Coach Arians and – uh, offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich are going to use the backfield and now has Ronald Jones, like we already said, Leonard Fournette, the new rival, Shady McCoy, LaShawn, Shady McCoy, who was who was added just weeks ago himself. And then, of course, you've got some younger talent in the room as well and on the roster that's still going to develop and still potentially has the, the opportunity to make an impact. But then when you add to it on the roster, guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Cameron Bray, all guys who have proven they can produce in this league and the attention that defenses are going to have to pay to those guys on the outside and in the middle of the field and how that's going to open up running lanes and potential pass catching opportunities 
for those running backs. It just makes this Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad even more exciting heading into week one, just a week away from, from today. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveled to New Orleans, face the NFC South division champions, defending division champions, and Super Bowl favorites, New Orleans Saints, with the opportunity to not only get a first win in their first week, but also announce that their roster is for real. Uh, Scott Smith referencing the Philadelphia Eagles, the last NFL team we've seen try to put together a super team, uh, quote-unquote. So whether or not this, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster will, will be able to put together what the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles weren't able to put together back then is still to be seen, but very excited for Buccaneers fans, for the team, for the franchise themselves, and really for the entire league as they get ready for the season to kick off. Of course, fans are going to be excited to see that live. Most of these live games are going to happen out of stadium on television, uh, but for the fans who spend their day at barbecues or spend their days tailgating, if they're allowed to in their state and in their neighborhoods and miss part of the game, they can always come back and watch the rest of the game or see if they miss anything by going to NFL Game Pass. And James, this season, fans can get football on their time with NFL Game Pass. They can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Hey guys, it's Leighton in Tampa. Um, just saw my breaking news of uh, signing Leonard Fournette. I don't have a problem with the move because it's always good to have a good stable of backs. Except to see how well he is healed from previous injuries, and hopefully he still has a lot in the tank, which I think he does. So excited to see what the next step holds. So hope you guys are doing well. Talk to you soon. Go Buck. What's going on, gentlemen? Kevin, haven't called in in a while been a faithful listener. I admit I was skeptical that there was going to be a football season for the longest time, and I just thought, yeah, isn't that Tampa? I'm the greatest quarterback of all time, and the roster looks loaded, and the season gets canceled. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It looks like the season's going to happen. They're moving forward. They're managing the pandemic. Like, I'm surprised. It's all indications are that the season's at least going to start. Let's hope it finishes for everyone's safety. Leonard Fournette signing it kind of changes everything, doesn't it? I mean, this, is a, this is a big deal. This is uh, the most all-in move they've ever made. Um, like we're in kind of uncharted territory now, aren't we? I'm floored by this. Thanks for all you guys do. Bye. Talking about the Leonard Fournette signing by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here on the Locked On Bucks podcast. And, of course, we've got fan reactions and interactions. Social media caught a blaze as soon as the news uh, was made was made official. As soon as the news really started leaking out at all, Buccaneers fans from all walks of life, from all corners of the social media universe, converging on the story to talk about their thoughts and their reactions. And James, some of them have been good. Some of them have been bad. And I can tell you from our voicemail box, most of our voicemails are positive. There are some questions though surrounding what's going on with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and specifically how Leonard Fournette is going to fit in. And then of course, Leighton and Kevin, uh, the two voices that you guys all just heard right now, we would thank you of course for you for calling in and sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, good to have more back. Something that Leighton mentioned was the depth in the running back room. And yeah, I mean, I think that when you're talking about running back, especially, we all know, right, the average lifespan of an NFL player is what, five years. And I think that if you were to remove the running back position from the history of the National Football League, that the average lifespan of an NFL career would probably expand 
quite significantly because I think running backs are kind of your biggest uh, victims, if you want to call it, to the physicality in this game, which is kind of odd. You would think it might be offensive line and defensive line and they're playing in the trenches. But when you think about the running back position, what they're asked to do, so many of them are asked to participate in, in pass blocking and they've got full, you know, linebackers, defensive backs kind of just screaming down on them and they're, and they're forced to kind of absorb that impact. And I, I think back to Maurice Jones-Drew and his days with the Jacksonville Jaguars and everybody, if, if you were around back then or if you've ever seen, you remember the highlight of him taking on Chargers linebacker Sean Merriman just full force and granted, you know, Marie, MJD won that interaction, but I mean, that's still an impact he's taking to his body. That's still a hit he's taking to his body and doesn't even count as a carrier or as yards or any type of fantasy stats, you know what I mean? But it still counts on the wear and tear that a running back takes to their body. So uh, obviously having as much talent as you can in the running back room helps. Look at the Cleveland Browns there with Nick Chubb and they have Kareem Hunt. Uh, I don't know how long they'll have Kareem Hunt for, but they've got him right now. And it's, it's good to be a team to have that much talent in your running back room because you never know when one of those guys is going to go down. Speaking of those injuries, though, Fournette does have an injury history and how those how those injuries have healed is going to be a, is going to play a big part of this. But when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars waving Leonard Fournette, that means he passes physical because they can't wave a player who's injured without an injury settlement. So the fact that they were able to do that means that you know independent medical the team medical personnel had cleared him for contact for full football act full full football activities. Uh, which, of course, is a good sign. Any team picking him up, and of course, the Buccaneers doing their due diligence, which is why there is that gap in between the reported agreed to terms and then the official announcement uh, of the team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers tweeting out on Sunday, shortly before we went to recording, James, uh, that Leonard Fournette will actually wear number 28, the coveted running back number, formerly worn, of course, by the great Warwick Dunn, finally back on offense after spending some time on defense, most recently with Vernon Hargraves. Uh, but James, after all that stuff, you still have to wonder, you know, he, he's been, he's only been in the league for a little bit of time, but you still have to wonder, you know, the injuries, the punishment, how much does Leonard Fournette really have in the tank? And then uh, kind of what Kevin was talking about, is this kind of the latest and greatest sign that the Buccaneers really are all in? And can you think of another time that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise has been in this, these uncharted waters, as Kevin puts it? Well, you take a look at his injuries and it's, it's not like Fournette really has one particular nagging injury that he just can't shake. Um, friends over at sportsinjurypredictor.com have done a dive into you know what what his injury history is. And look, I'm not gonna lie to you, they they have his chance of injury in 2020, which they quantify as the percent chance he misses at least two quarters due to injury is at 99%, okay? But going all the way back to his LSU days, uh, in 2016, he had a, a pedal ankle sprain, is what they're calling it, which means his ankle was stepped on you know, during a, a play. So that is a pedal ankle sprain, grade two. He ended up missing six games throughout the season because he just couldn't fully heal uh, he had a knee bruise in 2017 as a rookie. He had a, what they're calling a pedal foot. So somebody stepped on his left foot. He missed three preseason games, was back for week one. Uh, again, in 2017, a pedal ankle sprain. He missed one game in December of 2017. He took a hard hit from Earl Thomas, had a quad bruise and uh, missed one game. Then in 2018, on two separate occasions, he uh, he left a game against the Giants for a hamstring injury. Then he re-injured that hamstring and missed four games 
returning after their bye week. So he returned to play in week 10. And then uh, New Year's Day of this year, he missed the season finale against the Colts because of a cervical neck strain. So you don't have a ton of reoccurring injuries. Really, the only reoccurring injury he's had was that hamstring issue. And look, when you when you take a look at what the Bucs are doing, yeah, we're definitely in uncharted territory. This is wild to me, absolutely wild, the amount of players they have brought on. And, you know, is it the biggest all-in move? I don't know if it is. I think this is almost icing on top of the all-in cake that they've been baking since March, you know, with the arrival of Tom Brady, the arrival of Rob Gronkowski, you know, that those were the all-in moves, in my opinion. This is just, you know, the addition of Fournette, the addition of Shady to that running back room. To me, that's just, you know, the icing and the sprinkles on the top of the cake that, that was already made. So, David, uh, I know we have a couple of more voicemails that we are going to get to in uh, in this segment. So why don't we go ahead and fire them up and see what more of our listeners have to say about Fournette. Hey, guys. It's Chef Barron uh, calling in after hearing the news of uh, Leonard Fournette signing with the Bucks. Great night where the Tampa Bay Rays completed their domination of the Yankees. A great night to be a Tampa sports fan. I get that some people are, or some fans, I should say, are going to like uh, the signing of Fournette. I'll just say this. It's time to stop uh, pissing, whining, and moaning about certain things that you don't like. I mean, this staff apparently thinks a lot highly of these players than you do. And we keep hearing that, oh, we don't have any quality depth. Uh, we need to sign people. We're always like, well, we don't know what we have. Well, you're not going to know what you have until you use it. So bringing in other people is going to stunt that growth, as we have seen with Ronald Jones and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm very happy with the signing. I think uh, Rojo will still be the number one back, and I believe he and Leonard Fournette will be a dangerous one-two punch with Shady as that change of pace, pass-catching type of running back. And, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a good day to be a Tampa sports fan, and hopefully it's Super Bowl bound. Hey, James. Hey, David. This is Dan from Orlando. Leonard Fournette, are you kidding me? How how are we going to operate? We had, I feel like we just have too many weapons. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that can be a problem for, you know, Tom Brady, but Leonard Fournette, Shady, Rojo, Bray, OJ, Gronk, Evans, Godwin, I mean... It's just unbelievable how we, we. it feels like we don't have any weak spots. It's incredible. I'm interested to hear what you guys think, how we're going to utilize Leonard Fournette. I mean, I think he's going to be a great short yardage, you know, pound the run, you know, drain the clock type. But then again, you know, the podcast this week has been hyping up Rojo and him being him getting every chance to be the guy. So it's a tricky problem. Thanks. Love the show. And uh, go Bucks. All right, Dan and Chef Aaron, thank you so much for your calls. David, let's let's work backwards a little bit from this. I'll, I'm going to keep mine short because uh, I know there's there's quite a bit you want to dive into here. Yeah, Chef, um, you know, as far as it's a great time to be a Tampa sports fan. Yeah, I'm I'm not a Rays fan. I'm excited for those of you that are. My dad is a big Rays fan. They are doing a phenomenal job. Right now in the MLB, you have the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. Check out my Lightning work at boltsbythebay.com. Shameless plug. Um, and then, yeah, you have this this Buccaneers team. And, and, Chef, I think you're absolutely right. A lot of people get worked up over the depth on the team and, and the issues there. But, look, 
you don't have depth at quarterback, well, guess what? If Tom Brady goes down, your season's shot anyway. You look at the depth in the secondary. Yeah, if one of those guys goes down, there isn't really anyone on the free agent market that is going to come in and save the team anyway. So you're looking at depth with quality, not depth for the sake of having it. What corner or what safety is out on the market that the Bucks could have used that money for that you would think, oh, well, if Carlton Davis is down, that's fine because we have this guy who's been sitting out on the street without a job for this long. Yeah, it, it's just not going to happen. So I, I'm not going to get worked up over that. Chef, I think you're completely right. They're bringing in guys with talent. They're bringing in guys they think can help them win. And Dan, uh, yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how this works out. I do still believe that Ronald Jones is the number one back. I think it's going to be a complimentary game. I think there's going to be a lot of rotation. There's going to be Ronald Jones on first and second down. You're going to have Leonard Fournette in, in short yardage goal line situations. You're going to have Shady as your third down guy as the, the pass catcher out of the backfield. You got Fournette that can catch the ball and pass block. So you know, you can slide him in there. I don't think we're going to see a uh, Ronald Jones drive and then a Fournette drive and then a Ronald Jones drive and a Fournette drive. I don't think it's going to be quite like that. But think about it. You have three capable backs who are all able to run the ball. They're all able to catch out of the backfield, some better than others. And Rojo's pass blocking, that left a lot to be desired last year. We'll see if he's improved at all. But keeping this rotation of these three guys, number one, that's going to help Fournette's injury problems because he's not going to be asked to do everything for this offense. You're going to keep these guys fresh all year long and hopefully carry three healthy, viable, capable running backs into the postseason, which could be a huge attribute for a team that wants to go deep into the playoffs. But David, I know there's stuff you want to dive into, so I'm going to bow out. Yeah, I mean, real quick, just about the the weapons thing. You know, we've had this conversation before when I brought up the idea of the Buccaneers maybe pursuing Josh Gordon. Uh, you know, as far as, to me, in professional sports, you can never have too many offensive weapons. What you can have is too many egos. And that's, I think, where the Buccaneers are in a situation with all these players. You know, Dan listed, you know, most of them, if not all of them, there's a lot of them. Uh, the only the only way that's going to become a problem is if the egos get in the way because Tom Brady is not going to care uh, you know, who's getting the ball when he's not going to force the ball to this guy. Cause Oh, you only have two catches heading into halftime here, bro. Let me feed you four more in the second half. No, he doesn't care about that kind of stuff. And that's one of the things that makes Brady, you know, so great. Cause there are quarterbacks out there who have gone on record and publicly said, yeah, I was trying to feed this guy. I was trying to get this guy going. I was trying to do this. So the only, the only way this is going to become a problem is if a Leonard Fournette or a Ronald Jones or et cetera, gets angry about their usage. That's an ego problem. Not a too many weapons problem. That moving forward from there, though, the question was asked, you know, how are they going to use Leonard Fournette if Rojo really is the guy? If Ronald Jones starts to struggle, right, it could happen, then the Buccaneers have an option. They have a guy in Leonard Fournette who, you know, who, who was a three down back for Jacksonville. How effective he was, that's a whole other conversation. And look, and speaking of our sponsor of the show, NFL Game Pass, I took two NFL Game Pass this weekend and watched a little bit of film on Leonard Fournette. Not as much as some other guys out there probably have but enough to kind of kind of get a feel. So what I saw on the tape was a guy who obviously has talent, right? Like that, there's no arguing that Leonard Fournette has a certain level of NFL talent. What I don't like about Leonard Fournette, and this is what concerned me with him being with Tampa, is the fact that he doesn't really seem to have that ability to create runs for himself. And what I mean by that is if he's supposed to run through a certain gap or he's supposed to run off of a certain edge 
or run a sweep to a certain direction. When that play doesn't open up, it's very rare that Leonard Fournette is going to do something to make that play successful despite the play not going as it's quote-unquote drawn, right? So if he's supposed to hit a certain gap, if that gap's not open, it's pretty much a done deal. It's pretty much over. Here comes concern number two. He does have happy feet a little bit. and kind of take it back to Charles Sims. There's a fine line with running backs, right, between being patient and allowing your blocks to develop in front of you, allow the play to develop, and being hesitant. And what I see in Leonard Fournette is hesitation. And the problem with that is if it's there, it could be there for a flash. And that hesitation causes that hole to fill. What gets a guy like Von Miller to come in here. And I'm using a lot of examples from the Denver Jacksonville Jaguars game because that's one of the main games I watched when I went to look at Leonard Fournette. Fournette in that game, 200 plus yards, 29 carries, I think. Uh, had an 81-yard run, had another 25, 26-yard run. Very good game for him. What I noticed, though, is that dancing. And what I noticed, too, is that in the second half, as the Jacksonville Jaguars are trailing, it looks like Leonard starts to run a little angrier. Talk about a downhill runner. That's exactly what Leonard Fournette needs to be. Get all your force going as, as much as you can. Run downhill, as I like to say, get north and south. Whatever cliche you need to say, get into the hole. Trust your blockers to do their jobs. If they don't, try to make something else happen. But don't come into it saying, well, what if my blockers don't do their job? Because time after time, I saw him. The, the play would develop. The gap is open. He stutters. He hesitates, as I call it. And the gap closes. Guys like Von Miller, guys like Chubb, any, any NFL linebacker, Cameron Jordan with New Orleans Saints, all those guys, they're not going to allow that hole to stay open very long. That's my biggest problem with Leonard Fournette and what he's going to do for the Buccaneers because we all know this offensive line does not have the greatest reputation for keeping holes open. Go back If you want to go back and look at that game, go back to that 81-yard run. What you're going to notice is Leonard Fournette on that 81-yard run takes the ball, hits the hole. Go back and watch it after you watch the entire highlight. It's a great run. Rewind it back. Now imagine he takes a couple stutter steps. No, linebacker number 51 for the Denver Broncos. If Leonard Fournette takes a couple stutter steps, linebacker number 51 is going to fill that gap. That 81-yard run never happens. This brings me to concern number three. Leonard Fournette, for as big and as powerful as he is, seems to fall backwards way more than he falls forward. Again, that talks to aggression, that talks to his fight, that talks to his competitive spirit. If Leonard Fournette comes into Tampa rejuvenated, ready to be a bully the way that everybody expected him to be when he entered the NFL coming out of LSU, then he'll be fine. But if he comes into Tampa hesitant, a little bit, I don't want to call him docile, but a little bit hesitant to really impose his physical prowess on people, then I'm worried that it's not going to work out very well just because of the blocking scheme. This coaching staff can get a hold of him and tap into that potential and get him to turn into that big, ugly bruiser that everybody was expecting out of LSU. He certainly could make an impact for the Buccaneers in 2020. In just a moment, we are going to answer one more voicemail, basically talking about comparing Leonard Fournette to uh, some previous Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But first, of course, we have to give a shout out to our friends over at Built Bar because the improved Built Bar is even deliciouser than the last one. You remember the old flavors, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, salted caramel, toffee almond. Those are all back, plus more. And six new amazing flavors for you to try. Cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, caramel brownie, apple almond crisp, and Cherry Barcia, which has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Please go check out our friends at Built Bar. They are great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. 
Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they are perfect for those of you on the keto diet. Go to BillBar.com right now and use promo code Locked On to get $10 off your next order. So if you took advantage before when we gave you $10 off your first order, guess what? You can use that promo code Locked On again and get $10 off your next order. Again, promo code Locked On for $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Hey, David. Hey, James. Adam, just giving you a call. So we got Leonard Fournette now. Pretty awesome to have somebody as tough as that guy. Compared to previous backs that we've had, I think he's going to be one of those great downhill, hard-hitting backs that we really need for this running back group. But anyway, just thought I'd call in, give you a shout-out. Thanks, and have a great day. Go Bucks. Wrapping things up here on a Labor Day edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Hope you all are having a wonderful and safe Labor Day out there. And yeah, it's David, when you take a look at Leonard Fournette and tell me you, I mean, you dove into the, let me know if I'm off base here, but for both the good and the bad, Leonard Fournette reminds me quite a bit of LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, I mean, I think LeGarrette Blount kind of has to be your Buccaneers comparison. If you're going to look through, you know, the 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 history of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it, it's got to be LeGarrette Blount. Like he's he's not Cadillac Williams. He's not going to be work done. Uh, he's not going to be Michael Pittman. I mean, Michael Pittman. He's not Mike Allstott. He's not Mike Allstott. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, honestly, when I watch LeGarrette Blount, uh, or not LeGarrette Blount, when I watch Leonard Fournette. Uh, this isn't a Buccaneers comparison, but my biggest, like, and I'm talking potential. I'm not talking about this is where he is today, but I'm talking about this is where he could be, James, is Eddie George. Oh, I like now, that. I think Eddie George, you know, more athletic, I think more agile, you know, and, yeah. and stuff like that. But listen, Leonard Fournette, and, and I don't want people to get confused uh, with everything that I said in the previous segment. I'm not trying to bash on Leonard Fournette. There just, there are reasons you know, when you, when you talk about why he wasn't, you know, picked up off of waivers and you talked about why the Jaguars weren't able to trade for him. Yes, there are some personality issues that, you, that people are concerned with. There, there's some, some tension, but you, we see it with all the Jacksonville Jaguars that are, that are, you know, being excised from Jacksonville that people in or across the league are giving these players a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, right? The problem with Leonard Fournette isn't necessarily attitude. And I can't speak for all 32 or 31 NFL teams, right? And the 30 that didn't pick him up or sign him. But I just just kind of going off the trends and how other people are interacting with Jaguars players who have won it off that franchise. It doesn't seem so much that people are really blaming them for the tension, for the negativity, for for all that stuff. What what they're looking for is production. Look at Jalen Ramsey with with his. I mean, he, you talk about a locker room disruption or an attitude quote unquote problem. None of these players was as outspoken as Jalen Ramsey was. Um, even Yannick Ngakwe. I mean, came out flat and said, "I'm not playing for you anymore." But he didn't do take it to kind of the depths or the heights that, that Jalen Ramsey did. It, it's a talent thing. And Leonard Fournette, again, while he has talent, there, there are some concerns. What can Leonard Fournette do for you? Well, he can be a bowling ball. He can get downhill and punish defenders. But at the same time, he doesn't always maximize that. I've seen runs where Leonard Fournette is running towards the sideline. He's got a five foot 10, five foot 11 cornerback running with him. And instead of punishing that defensive back for even coming close to engaging with him, he runs out of bounds. That's a situation where if you're Leonard Fournette, you need to put a shoulder into that dude's chest so that the next time you run that play, that cornerback's got to make a business decision because we've seen time and time again when defenders have to make business decisions in these situations and go back to some Eddie George highlights, you'll see it. Sometimes 
they make the decision that's best for themselves and not best for their team. And that's when you see Leonard Fournette get some of these big runs and when people try to arm tackle him or they try to go low on him, but they go low on him, you know, kind of diving at him or something. If you put a, a body, if you put your chest or your, your back into Leonard Fournette's knees, he's going down. If you grab Leonard Fournette with your arms or you, you hug him, he's going down. That's where you need to see more aggression out of Leonard Fournette. That's where you saw that aggression out of Eddie George. It comes back to competitive spirit. I feel like Leonard Fournette has competitive spirit. I feel like maybe it was just so dampened in Jacksonville that you just don't get to see it as often. That's what I'm hoping is going to come out of him in Tampa. And if it does, it's going to be great stuff. Not quite the heights of Eddie George, but that's kind of where I think he could go, James, if he maximizes his potential. My Buckeye hatred aside, Eddie George was by far one of my favorite players to watch. So I, I love that comparison. I even, full disclosure, as a, uh, as a middle schooler, I had an Eddie George Titans jersey. Yeah, I mean, how do you not love Eddie George? Like Eddie George, Eddie is, George the guy who plays the awesome. game the right way, lives life the right way. He's just he's a good dude. I mean, you, if you don't like Eddie George, it's simply because of logos, and that's not an indictment on his personality. It's an indictment on yours. Fair enough. I know this was a Leonard Fournette-focused episode, but we had so many voicemails. We had to get to them. We'll have more stuff to talk about tomorrow, including – the Josh Rosen news. We are not going to ignore that. We are getting to it on tomorrow's episode. So make sure you are checking that out. Plenty to talk about regarding that move. Until then, please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Send us your voicemails to 813 813- Four 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 five eight four one. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other, and we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. <laughs>